0: Harvey, you ready? <laughs> Let's do this one. Yes, a, a busy, bright morning this morning. Wisdom walking with the Hatman. Journals of the hat man. Stardate 14.6397. It's very noisy with all the animals today. Yeah, we've got a lot of sparrows. Pigeons are cooing. Um, and that hum I don't know if you can hear it in the background it's it's a massive sign that we're coming out of lockdown that's from the motorway which is probably three miles away and if it wasn't for the birds that would be quite deafening anyway um, I'm here by the walled garden and uh, on the walk over I went past the running track which is open again and you've got loads of people running in lanes and in groups, some of them walking on the outside, and... Yeah, it's just nice to see. But then the rest of it, got these huge fields. Pretty much empty. Just me and Harvey the Hound. So I've been thinking in terms of why, you know, why why am I doing these uh, podcasts? As you know, I'm doing it for world domination, global domination. And of course, once I've achieved that, the question then is, well, now you're in charge what are you going to do? what are you going to make happen? and I've had a couple of conversations with uh, a couple of friends on this hypothetically speaking, if you were in charge what would be the first thing that you'd make happen? and one of the answers got from a guy called Rodney, very nice chap and he, he said he'd get rid of all borders. These aren't kids who go to school. <laughs> this is geographical borders separating one country from another. And he was saying that... If we got rid of borders, then people would all become one. And that could be a great place to start in terms of stopping people... killing and hurting each other. Yes, I know, it's impossible, how could you do it? People would break into little groups, splinter again, and before you know it, you'd be back to the square one. Yeah, 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 okay, fine, I'll come back to you guys later on that one. But as a notion, I think that should be entertained. That's pretty cool, that. If there were no borders, or right, we wouldn't have the Six Nations, so England wouldn't lose. Not bad for somebody who isn't English. Um, yeah, but if there were no borders, you wouldn't have conflict everyone you would hope would do things for the greater good whatever that is i I really like that one yeah if you if you could get rid of borders how you know what would happen i think there'd be a lot of good stuff and maybe the masses could influence gently Those who don't want to play ball. We're not saying that the masses are always right, but right now we're we're not doing a very good job at (laughs) looking after ourselves and each other. Robert Stroud, he was saying about in America, he said, good fences make good neighbours. Yeah, but it also causes conflict, because more people get either side of the fence and decide that they're right they're wrong some people either side of the fence would start a challenge of uh, keeping up with the Joneses maybe trying to be better than the Joneses, showing off yeah I, th- I think uh, borders and fences should come down then I was asked what would I do? well I was asked this by uh, a great guy up in Edinburgh, Andy, He said uh, What would I do if I was in charge? What invention would I get rid of? But it's the same thing. I'd get rid of the internet. I love it, but I hate what it's become. You get all this trolling and people slagging off each other. It's a vehicle for hate where people can hide behind a keyboard. Yeah, we'd miss out on news and the ability to find great stuff. But I think, yeah, dump the internet get back to reading books get back to thinking get back to actually talking, get back to actually seeing people eye to eye contact we're coming out of lockdown and we'll be able to see more of each other soon and wouldn't it be great that (laughs) and I'm guilty of this, you're with your mates and uh, sooner or later one of you will pick up your phone and check something on the screen no yeah, let's get rid of the internet and let's get rid of borders. I don't know, what would you do? It'd be quite interesting to hear from you what you would, uh, if you were in charge and you had global domination, I wonder what you would change. It'd be interesting, really interesting to find out there. Hmm. So, you know, the entry point in the conversation that I was having with uh, my friends about if you were in charge, it came from really... Drive and goals and what are you trying to achieve? What would you want? And the next thing, (laughs) on one of the uh, social media sites, I got an app talking about uh, goal setting. I could go on a course uh, to release the potential. And I'm like, for God's sake, the internet is listening to everything I say. I thought, okay, goal setting. We've all probably gone through that process. But the process essentially is just think about where you are now and where you want to be. So, uh, uh, okay, you're quickly running off on this one. Okay, so goals. If you want to, um, pen and paper, please, uh, maybe a couple of pages, maybe a book to write in, a journal, a log book, a log book of thoughts. Just write down all the things you want to achieve from here on in. Write down all the things you want to be. List all the things you want to do, all the things you want to have. Just write everything down. It doesn't matter about categories. It doesn't matter about time scales. Could be a health requirement. It could be anything. Just write it down. You know, probably you, know, you could probably list off ten immediately. But keep the book open, the pen by the paper, and every like day or so, look at it and add to it. And if you think of something through the day, write that down. It could be you'd like a nice garden. (laughs) It could be you'd like to live a lifestyle where you've got a team of gardeners. But write it down, whatever the goals are, do it with a no-limits belief. Then, maybe in a week or so, look at this list list and just choose the ones that you'd like in the next nine months. And select all of those, just the nine-month ones. Oh, we've got a dog and a ball here. Harvey wants his ball. Hmm. No, you won't have it. Yeah, so in nine months. So uh, once you've got that, then find the one thing of all of those nine month hopes and ambitions and just focus on that one. Just do that one. Move what you can to achieve that. And pursue it robustly. You know, if you can move mountains, move mountains. If you can just manage to get out of bed to do it, then make that your mountain. If you can get through the day without maybe a cigarette or a drink or a negative thought, yeah, do that. And make it, shine a light on it so that you can see it all the time and the goals, sometimes I think, the reason goals aren't fulfilled is people don't really have the attention they don't have the art of attention so it's, it's probably like a ship in the water going near land and you'll see a lighthouse now a lighthouse, the light isn't always on all of the time it's on sometimes and then sometimes it flashes and when it flashes, it looks almost like the light is rotating. So the light is on you, and then it veers around across the water. And it looks like it goes behind you, and then it repeats, comes back in front of you, like a, I don't know, like a second hand on a watch. And lighthouse management can save a lot of people from pain, damage, and death. So <laughs> it's a bit morbid. The um. Goal setting, yeah, with your lighthouse, turn that light on. Keep it bright. I went to um, uh, circuit training for the first time. God, this must be 20 years back. And in some of the gyms I've been to over the years, you know, you've got circuit training going on. And the people are like lighthouses here. I don't know if you've ever been, but you've got different workstations all around this room. It might be press ups in one, star jumps in the next section. Uh, it might be skipping, it could be shuttle runs, it could be something called burpees, then, or bicep curls, squats, whatever it is. Each exercise is in its own bay, and you, you do each exercise. It's imagine it like the hand, uh, the numbers on the clock, and in the middle, you have got the uh, trainer, and he's calling out and he's counting down five, four, three, two, one. Next item. So you stop what you're doing, go to the next one, and move on. But what this uh, trainer's doing, he might be looking at position number six, and he's watching number six, and then he'll look at number seven, number eight, number ten, and when he gets to number twelve, he can't see number six, and he can't see five and four. And I'm doing my stuff and I'm huffing and puffing and trying to avoid a heart sack. And then suddenly I, I looked around and I saw some people that when the coach, the trainer, wasn't watching them, they were taking a breather. And it was kind of like a joke. It was a funny thing for them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh I'm tired. But it breaks everything down. The reason you go to circuit training is for a very number of reasons. One of which is to do some exercise. It's not to go and not do exercise, you might as well sit on the sofa. And I looked at these guys, I was still pressing up. (laughs) And then the the, the, uh, trainer turned around, eyes on, and then he started doing it. And they were like, la 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 la, look at me, yes, I'm doing this, I'm doing that and the other. Coach moved along to the next uh, bay and these people stopped again. So probably only working 10% of the time. Yeah. I don't get that and goals you know if you're not if you're not looking on the goal if you're not thinking about the goal working on the goal it's not going to happen if you haven't got the light going on it so you can see it at night time as well as during the day and if you haven't got your coach there who's cheering you on you're probably going to take a shortcut you're not going to do that extra sit up you're going to wait for the light to come back on you again Mm, That's not going to work and give you global domination in order to achieve one of those numerous goals. But to start, in your world, the light is coming. So when it's shining on you, what do you do in that moment? Because that's the starting point, isn't it? I want to get fit, I'm going to do circuits. And that's the decision. Next decision, get in your car, car, you turn up, you get into your bay. You understand what's got to be done, and then the c- coach will invite you to start. Maybe some of us can't physically do everything in one go. Sometimes we need a breather. We just need to chill out. Maybe we need to get, get off the treadmill. That's okay if you're doing it for you, not as a way of. Cheating yourself. If you've gone flat out and you can't do any more, guess what? You can't do any more, and that's okay. But when the light is on you, you got to shine. You got to move. Got to move forward. Don't avoid it. Move forward. The, The light will go. You can take a breather then. At school. You might have been assessed in the way I was. You do a piece of work and you get a percentage score. And you might get uh, uh, a grading relating to that score. It could have been anything from a U, unclassified. Basically, you were rubbish. An E, a D, a C which is average, D below average, E is failing. B is better than average, A is great. And then they added in an A plus or an A minus, B plus, B minus. Oh, my God. Just got more and more. But the thing at school when I was growing up, my mum and dad, if I ever got a D, Christ, you don't, my ass hurt. You don't want to get a D. Christ, if you got an E, you know, life wouldn't worth, be worth living. I'd end up one of those borders <laughs> that aren't wanted. A bit like my brother. Nobody wanted him, he was a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, where am I? Sorry, distracted myself. Oh yeah, Ds. Yeah, so um, Ds. I'm gonna give you some Ds now. Um, These uh, goal-setting people, these ambitions, these people with hopes. Some people manage to move closer towards the goal than others. Some people might not even move towards their goal. And sometimes things just fall apart. So this is a bit like, uh, in San Francisco, in the 20th century there was a couple of major earthquakes to do with plate tectonics and the first earthquake came in killed loads of people destroyed loads of buildings because they all just fell down the ground wobbled and it fell they rebuilt the city and everyone's oh do you remember the bad old days yes 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 but now we are yes 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 and about 15 20 years later another earthquake and some of the buildings stayed up but a lot fell down and the mayor and everybody got together and they're like why did these stay up and why did they those fall down we rebuilt this city once but what's going on and they found out then when they were building all the project people you know the builders construction companies they started building some really good buildings with really good foundations and as time went on the foundations weren't as deep as others and sometimes it was because lack of money sometimes it's what the client wanted to save on cost sometimes the construction company said they did it but they didn't as a result more people died more buildings went so these D's I'm going to give you that was badly said, these D's I'm going to give you maybe some of the building blocks, some of the foundations Oh, we got a cute little puppy. Um, and I give you the D's. People who achieve tend to have a lot of D words, words beginning with D. So some of the words could be um, drive. So successful people, they're driven. You know, they know where they're at, they're at, and they know where they've got to get to. And on the journey that they've got to take, they're, they're aware of the alternative ways. You know, if the motorway's closed, that they know the A roads or the B roads. So successful people have what's called drive. There's something that's getting them up and to go. D for drive. We've got diligence. Once they start doing something, um, they do. They, they ensure they do all the right things. Puppy, you're not a beaver. Do not eat the wood, leave it alone. Diligent people, um, they uh, they make sure what they do, they do it really well and they ensure they've done it to the right standard, the right quality. They're disciplined in their diligence. You know, if they say they're going to do it, they, they might set time scales. Time scales to begin, time scales to stop, time scales timescales to start again and there may be timescales to have it completed like nine months what else got uh, D's? D's for daring oh yeah successful people dare to do things it's quite easy to stay you know in the shadows when the lighthouse is on you or know, the coach isn't talking to you it's, it's quite easy to keep away you know it, it takes a lot of courage step up and do stuff but it's not about being brave, daring isn't about being brave and daring isn't about fighting you know if people have got a a major illness people said oh he's a fighter he'll get through it absolute nonsense I think that's a real (sighs) calm the words calm I think it's rude and I think it's nasty and it's evil because of course if you've got an illness people said oh you're a fighter you can get through this you can and, you, and the individual doesn't get through it, and they are getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Not only they're worrying about their health, but they, but they could then be all their mates are going, "No, oh, already tried and he failed." <laughs> Rubbish. Health has got nothing to do with fighting. But daring, you know, daring to do stuff, you know, that's great. I mean, there's probably a few things you know you'd like to do right now, but. It's quite nice where we are <laughs> okay so daring we've had disciplined uh, dreamers yeah dreaming um, you've got to have a dream if you want to achieve goals you've got a dream dream big and uh, make it colorful make it loud make it vibrant make it fresh draw it paint it sing it dance it <laughs> whatever it is but the thing is with dreams, and you've got to be careful with these, the dreams, because um, if you've got a dream, there will be dream stealers. There's a guy in America, Mr. King, Dr. King, he stood up to the nation and said, I have a dream, and they shot him. So if you've got a dream and you're going to act upon it, if you want to tell people, tell people. If you don't, you don't have to but be mindful of there will be some you know they'll try to take that dream away oh don't be silly you couldn't get world-class dom- uh, world-class domination you don't be silly you can get all the borders down don't be daft get rid of the internet you know th- for whatever reason these are dream stealers they and these people have uh, dynamism and they have energy and they want to attract people towards them and If they see somebody leaving the fold, they might start their dream stealing discussions. But the reason for it, the dynamism, the energy they create, the gravity, they want to bring you back. Successful people will be more dynamic than the dream seeders And they'll create their own energy, and they'll want to do things, and they'll keep working towards it. And if they can't work it out, that's okay, they don't they don't fold necessarily they might talk they'll debate with others they'll talk with others they'll go and visit others they'll research others they'll have conversations in their own mind they'll have conversations with the peers that they love so they're debaters you can do it on your own but other people can help what else we got uh try to do Doers, yes, they're doers, not dower, doers. They'll do things. And they might do things 20, 30, 40 times. And, you know, if it's not working, they'll be assessing what, is, what parts of that process have worked, what parts haven't. And they'll come up with different ways of finding out how to do stuff in order to achieve the goal. So uh, resilient people, they tend to be dependable. You can count on them to get things done. If they say to you they're going to do something, they'll do it. You can depend on them. Ds. So we've had quite a few Ds there. Um, You've probably got a couple of Ds in your mind. Say it a bit louder, I can't hear it. But the other thing about the Ds, a lot of people, if they want to go for their goals, there's two of them. Wherever they're at, they're disillusioned and they're despondent, and that disillusionment and despondency could help others to stay still, to stay in the shadows, to get out of the radar. But the, for these people, it's, it's, like a, it's like a push, it's like, you know, enough, enough I'm not doing this anymore. Now's my time. They're despondent with whatever's in front of them, whatever's been happening to them. They're disillusioned. They they started off with, with whatever the intentions were, and now things are going bad, and things aren't working, and it's no good anymore. So, with the D's, I've come up with a handful of those. You know, and I know as soon as I finish this, I'll then think of another twenty, and and you might have those as well. So. You know that list that you've written down, all those goals? You know, and then maybe on a separate sheet of paper you've got them down to the nine-month ones and then you've got the, the one thing that I asked you maybe to consider working towards. Of those Ds, choose three. Choose three that are right for you. So this is my three and one again. What are your three Ds? Remember those, be those, and however you can, engineer those to fruition and the one thing, make it happen. All the madness in our world makes it dark, but the light is coming. So the question is, when it's coming, which way do you want to face? I'm facing the sun today. And There's so many birds. It's quite nice walking out out and about these days, apart from the motorway traffic. And if you look up, Yeah, the world's great. Right, listen, guys, thanks very much. And ladies, thank you very much. Um, Harvey and I, out.